Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is uh, four past nine, and joining us now to talk tennis is Alistair Hunt, former New Zealand Davis Cup captain. Uh, Alistair, how's the weather in Chichich? I know you've had a bit of, bit of rain during that Davis Cup uh, session against the Bulgarians. Yeah, mate, I, to be fair, I, I live down Wanaka, so uh, yeah, I stayed away, to be honest. Just uh, watched most of it on TV, so yeah, obviously a bit tough, and and uh, don't know if it had any effect on the tie at the end of the day, but yeah, there's a little bit of rain around. Yeah, I mean, those Bulgarians uh, look, looked pretty handy. I think their top player that they had here is ranked about 195th in the world in singles, which is still a long way clear of our best singles player, isn't it? Um, but, I mean, you know, even then, they didn't have their best player here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, you know, their guys sort of around that 195, 200, and the other guys sort of 300. But, um, look, for our guys, I think at the end of the day, they'll probably be fairly disappointed with not, not giving up over those guys, you know, both guys, I think, you know, even though they're, uh, you know, handy players, I think our, uh, you'd want to back our guys to try and beat those guys, especially at home. Um, you know, it was a little bit disappointing that, that one of our boys probably didn't sort of lift a little bit more and, and try and sneak a win, and then that just, you know, obviously our strength is the doubles at the moment, but uh, with the singles guys, you know, there's four points on offer with the singles guys, and it's a tough ask when uh, one of the singles boys can't get across the line. So, mm. you know, they're just going to have to regroup and, and go and have a look at what they can do going forward. Yeah, KP Panu and Asia, um Rai, you know, they, they, I thought they tried pretty hard and just couldn't get that across, that singles win that probably would have, um, do you think, got them the, the, the win and up to the next group stage? Yeah, I think, look, with us, like in the past, we've always been, uh, you know, we've had such a strong doubles team that sort of after the first day, if we can get to one all, you know, mentally we know we're we're in a really good shot to get to 2-1 because we're probably going to clean up the doubles because we've got such good doubles guys, you know, that either Mike and Marcus or Mike and uh, Artem. So, you know, it does, it does put a bit of mental pressure on, you know, just scoreboard pressure on the other team. Um you know, for our guys, these young guys out there, look, they are pretty inexperienced, I guess. You know, Ajit, well, he's played six ties now, so he's getting a crack. And it's really, you know, they've got to be able to lift and try and deal with that pressure. And, you know, in Davis Cup, it's just one-off sort of matches, you know, on the day at the time. You know, and you can prepare as much as you like and work as hard as you like and try as hard as you like. But unless you can sort of jump up and handle that, that pressure situation, you know, when you've just got your one or two opportunities to try and close out a match or get a bit of scoreboard and then your crowd gets involved and, 
do that sort of side of it. You know, that's that's sort of the difference at the moment. And our guys are, are probably just a bit under underdone. And, and uh, you know, even though they're trying hard at some stage, it you know, mentally sort of got to grab the, the ball by the horns and, and sort of deal with it, you know, trying to go forward on that. I mean, as somebody who's been Davis Cup captain and knows some of these players pretty well, what are you saying in the sheds after they've gone down in, in three? So they've taken a set off these higher-ranked opponents, each player. I mean, is that enough for you to give something to build on? What are you What are you saying to these guys in the dressing rooms afterwards? On the big picture, it is... Uh, you know, sure, you're trying to find positives and things to try and, and uh, get the boys up. And obviously, look, as a team, you're, you're pretty gutted about the, the whole result. You know, it's a it's a sacrifice, and especially, you know, they're taking a week out of their schedule to, to play for your country, which is, you know, for me, is the ultimate anyway. But um, with that, yeah, you're looking at it. But I guess the, the small picture and the, and the goal for that campaign was to, to get across the line. So, look, it's, it's hard, I guess, as a as a team to try and find positives when you go close to a win and uh, you know that's what it is but you've just got to build on it and try and, and see where uh, you know things went wrong and, and what you can do next time to try and try and learn and then put that positive in place so you can get on the front foot and do a little bit more going forward but you know watching those matches there were some sort of key points and you know around probably some average options and, and things like that and look to be fair those Bulgarian boys you know, I think they played pretty consistent tennis when the pressure came on. You know, they were there, and that was that was probably the difference at the end of the day. Hey, Alistair, I, I went to the ASB Classic, and uh, the game that I watched there got delayed. It went for 4,000 hours um, because of the rain. It ended up being played on the inside um, courts in the end. Do, do, does the rain impact the mental preparation, you know, when you're, when you're going through games and you've got to stop and go back and reset? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, uh, you know, if you've got a bit of momentum out there and, you know, that gets stopped and just different mindsets and, and I mean, you know how it is when you're sitting there and you're trying to get ready to play and you're under pressure and you sort of psych yourself up to, to get in that mindset next minute you've got to stop and, look, the nerves always play a part, the anxiety side of things. So, you know, the longer you're sort of sitting in the in the dressing room and there's, you know, there's obviously more advice comes your way and there's more chat comes, you you know, just the whole thing sort of builds and some sometimes it can be a positive and sometimes it's a negative. So if you're sitting there and you actually just want to get out there and get going but you can't, then, you know, sometimes you go back out and the, the anxiety levels are through the roof and it's hard to get control of that, you know, especially if the crowds, uh, you know, they'll be pretty vocal for, for down in Canterbury there. They're, you know, great tennis crowd and, love supporting so obviously there would have been a little bit of noise that sort of side of it and it's a lonely place out there sometimes on your own so yeah definitely definitely you know it, it can help and it can also be a huge negative so yeah it's a, it's a tough situation Were you surprised at the crowd? The size of the crowd? Because it was, it was a good crowd Yeah look I think Canterbury's one of the premium places in New Zealand to play Davis Cup you know obviously I'm a staunch Cantabrian growing up there and, and played and captained a lot of Davis Cups there. So, look, I love it. They're a really knowledgeable crowd. They do a great job. They, they uh, you know, they work hard to get out and support uh, New Zealand teams and, and obviously all sporting events in Canterbury. But, uh, you know, like I love playing in front of Canterbury and, and what they do. So there's some really uh, old sort of key stalwarts there who make a huge effort to come along and, 
and support. So look, it's um, the boys are really lucky to have that, and I think um, you know the, the crowd will be disappointed as well, obviously. Yeah. So back to World Group Two for New Zealand now. Um, once this tie is over, and I'm looking at World Group Two, of course there are countries trying to get out of that to where we currently are at the moment. And there's a couple of uh, ties there where the scores really surprised me, mate, and I'm interested to get your take on it. Uh, but one is that Hong Kong are up 3-1 over Venezuela in Venezuela, and the other one is that uh, Luxembourg have wiped South Africa 4-1 as well. I, I would have thought that uh, those ties would have been a lot closer. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I was actually just having a quick flip through myself before, actually, but the... Um yeah, it's funny how some of these countries, you know, like a Hong Kong, mm. you know, historically have been pretty weak. So, uh, look, it's not going to be too much fun for the boys down in Group 2, and there's going to be some tough ties. Uh, I think generally now most countries have got a pretty handy number one, uh, which makes things, you know, tougher. So at least one of these guys can play. And then, um, you know, it's just a tough ask so that, yeah, and especially, you know, if we're going to countries like Hong Kong, you, you're in the humidity, the heat sort of side of things, so that makes makes things a little bit tougher as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of different countries down there from when, uh, you know, what we sort of had it used to be broken all up into different zones. So I think there's, I mean, there's Latvia and all sorts of places down in Group 2. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting draw when that comes out and hopefully the, the boys get a favourable team and, and they can get back up. Hopefully they don't have to play on any um, courts with snakes on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, if they're over, you know, around Philippines, those sort of places, then who knows? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's how the thing's panned out and what happens in the future, I guess, around Davis Cup's going to be interesting. There's still a little bit of chat around, around what's happening. So, um, yeah, I think there's a few older guys who want it to go back to the older format, but I don't think it will, so yeah, we'll see see how that plays out. Yeah, I mean, in, you know, I, I take a lot of things back to football or back to basketball because they tend to do it when, you know, the organising, uh, the, the world organisation uh, basically says, right, this is what we're going to do, and then they dictate to everybody, uh, and they have windows, right, where you know, there is there are no tournaments, for example, or, you know, so the Premier League and all those leagues will suspend while they have World Cup qualifiers or whatever it happens to be. Do you see that the ATP and ITF and, and, and those organisations can get around the table and, and maybe make that happen? Yeah, you'd hope so. But like you say, there just, there just seems so many things sort of on now. I mean, even, uh, you know, obviously the the team event in Australia before the Grand Slam, you know, that's obviously been going for a couple of years, so that takes out a bit of time. And then you see another, you know, more an exhibition event. Uh, I think it was in Dubai, which was a team's event as well. Uh, you know, Curios and those ones went and played that. Uh, I think there's just more and more money being thrown at these guys, and it's a shame. Like, personally for me, I, I love the old format, you know, of the three days of Davis Cup, uh, the best of five format. I think it's, it's great for the the young guys coming through. Maybe the ones that aren't so highly ranked, to, you know, they're, they're not going to play a Grand Slam, so they never really play a best of five match. So it's the old traditional sort of match. Uh, and I think, look, those longer matches, you know, it brings a gives you a bit more time out there as a player, a bit more time to adjust, to learn, to you know, get comfy. Uh, when we're back in this format, it's so short and sharp. And and the other thing. You know, as a tennis player, you, it's a pretty lonely existence. You're normally out there, you know, on your own or just with your coach. Hopefully, you, 
you know, wife or, or partner sort of side of things. And, you know, to be a, in a team environment for a week or 10 days is, is pretty cool. So, you know, just to, sh- to shorten it up a little bit, I think it's a bit tough on the guys these days, and especially the young ones. If you can get a few young guys in there with the older guys over an extended period, you know, it just gives a bit of time to teach and, and uh, learn and pass on a bit of knowledge. So, um, yeah, I, I personally would love to see it go back to the older format, but I think just time constraints and um, and how much is on offer these days and how much people want to see these top guys playing, I, you know, probably not going to happen, unfortunately. Mm, yeah, you're dead, you're dead right. And we had, we had Ajit Rai, a uh, good Taranaki kid on last week. Can you do us a favour, like the next time you run in a clinic, can you just... Tell them the difference between a dryer and a washing machine. Because <laughs> I think he said, I try to wash my clothes in the dryer, so I had hot, dirty clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Mum might be doing a bit too much for him there, is she? Yeah, might be, might be. Yeah, uh, actually, doing his own washing. <laughs> hey, uh, before I let you go, Alistair, I mean, you know, we talk about these young guys that, you know, I mean, I, I think everybody knows um, who Mike Venus is, but, you know, KP Panu and AJ Rye, maybe not quite as much a household name. What, uh, where are those guys at in their career and just how good do you think they can be? Well, they're trying hard. Look, I think, you know, they're around sort of five, six, 700 in the world and at least to be honest you know it's an expensive time for them um you know they're they're pumping money into the career and they they wouldn't be coming out with much at the end of the year so uh i think kp put out a, a bit of an article the other day on you know he earned you know fifteen thousand or twenty thousand last year or something and maybe he's, he's probably got expenses of you know a hundred thousand sort of side of it so I'd imagine a Jeep's the same. So look, they're relying heavily on on sponsors and and other people's money to try and get them through the the year, you know. So um, to try and learn and do their apprenticeship, you know, in their trade to to kick on and go forward. Look, there's a you know there's other young guys coming through as well. I think they carried a few young guys at the, uh, on the weekend at the tie to try and teach them a little bit and support and do that sort of side of things. So that's that's great. Look, I think it's it's a tough road, you know, to get out there and you're on your own and we're probably, we're definitely under-resourced. You know, New Zealand tennis doesn't have a lot of money, so there's there's probably not a lot of support out or, you know, if any, out on the road as such. So, yeah, it's a lonely, tough existence and these guys are out there trying to do that. So, um, you know, a lot of other countries, they're, they're up and coming guys, they're pumping coaches and physios and you know, all sorts into the, into their players. So it's pretty tough to compete with. Um, but, you know, like you say, they're, they're out there trying as hard as you, as they can and that's all they can do. And So good luck to them and, and hopefully it comes through. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right, Alistair, hey, thanks very much for coming on on Waitangi Day, mate, your, uh, your long weekend. <laughs> uh, what's the plan for the rest of the day? Uh, wedding anniversary today, so Ooh. I'll... Uh, Even more, thank uh, you for coming on. Yes. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. go yeah, do the I, washing. I can't quite see my, I can't. Yeah, put it in the dryer. That's probably about the extent of me, anyway. Yeah, right. Thanks very stuff. much. Go well, mate. Alistair Hunt there with us, former New Zealand Davis Cup captain. It is eighteen past nine. When we come back, some big news out of the NBA.